0: Listening to Design in the City, a podcast about the ways we can use design to make cities more livable and lovable. This podcast is a Recite production, and Recite is a global nonprofit acting to improve the urban environment, both on the stage at our events and off. This is Alexandra Siebenthal, and I will be your host. Leona Linen is a city maker advocating for the collaboration between civil society and administration as a member of Zusammenkommt Berlin cooperative aimed at building a different quality of city through co creation and is one of the many driving forces behind their current urban redevelopment project.
1: My name is Leona Lynn. I'm a member of the cooperative Zusammenkunft Berlin, Cooperative for Urban Development, and I'm part of the project Haus der Statistik in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And my background is that of an urbanist, so I researched in the past many projects that were initiated by civil society that bring about a different quality of cities and are active in their immediate environments and neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And Haus der Statistik is actually quite on a different scale. I flipped the sides, so to say, I changed the sides, Mm -hmm. and I'm now becoming uh, active myself in changing a massive 50,000-square-meter house that is empty since 11 years right in the center of Berlin.
0: That house is Haus der Statistik, a vast unoccupied administration building found in the heart of Berlin's Alexanderplatz. It is currently being turned into a model project for cooperative, mixed-use urban development that is oriented towards the common good. Leona presented the project at the ReSite conference.
2: you <laughs> you yes.
0: Howster Statistic is a special project in the sense that it's run by five partners with varying levels of resources, which, as you can imagine, makes navigating a project on the scale incredibly challenging. While Leona is an expert when it comes to mediating between different people, disciplines and interests, it's not without its challenges.
1: With the project there is continuous challenges, but which we're also continuously uh, resolving with our four partners. So one of the biggest challenge was to secure the house in the very first place, which was done in 2017. And since 2018, we're working collaboratively with these four partners from mm-hmm. administration and political level. And But a challenge that remains is the very unequal distribution of resources among the five partners, because obviously we don't have taxpayers' money for the work we do. We are being paid for some of the activities that we do. For example, we run the space Werkstätthaus der Statistik, which is we've run several formats of involvement and where people can get engaged and involved in the actual planning process. But for the project development of our own 25,000 square meters, so for basically our actual project, mm-hmm. there is no funds because this kind of um, active, engaged civil society um, like, doesn't really have like there don't really exist any funds to, um, to pay that. So we're, I mean, our partners are very much aware of it and they're trying now to reinstate these public budgets. Um, but this remains a challenge on a daily basis um, that we can only uh, manage and address because we are so many.
0: The collective's goal in placemaking with Hauster's statistic is, as Leona puts it, oriented towards the common good with aims like securing affordability and accessibility in the long term another being inclusivity. Werkstatt Haus der Statistik is an on-site center offering a space where people can get engaged and involved in the actual planning process. We asked Leona what this kind of space means to the collective as well as Berlin and its inhabitants.
1: We're trying to achieve a model project for the common good. That means that Haus der Statistik Uh, where there were plans to actually tear it down and replace it with private apartments and offices should become a very lively and diverse urban neighborhood right in the Mm center of the Mm -hmm. city and it should give place to all those users that have been pushed out of the city through rising rents and and sale of publicly owned land Mm -hmm. so it should become a very diverse neighborhood for also everyday people very very really like a diversity of people can meet and interact where there's housing, where there's offices, but there, where there's also workshops and uh, social counseling, where also challenges that we have in Berlin, like homelessness and people who are drug abusers, where they also find their place because they do belong to our city.
0: It is this massive regeneration project that will not only change the face of Alexanderplatz, but will shift the power dynamics within Berlin's urban development. As Leona said, it is a 50,000 square foot building that has sat vacant for over 11 years in a city that has been known to transform through urban regeneration. And their bottom-up approach is setting a new precedent of citizens having the agency to shape the built environment.
1: I mean, we're trying really to set a benchmark on how what, what ge- urban regeneration can look like, and particularly also from an organizational point of view, like to, to have like a very active, organized civil society that enters collaboration with administration and thereby amplifying and complementing mm-hmm. each other.
0: To re-establish life within the building and its campus, the collective put out a call for so-called pioneers to create various programs for the space. Leona describes how this experiment demonstrated the need to decentralize regenerative efforts resulting in authentic programming at the RESET conference. Urban regeneration tends to bring a space from one extreme to another, like turning an abandoned industrial facility into a world-class cultural institution. It is quite rare that we see cases of humble regeneration on this scale in the heart of a European capital. We asked Leona for other examples that have inspired her vision for this project.
1: Well, I think on a very small on a very small scale a project that I visited and researched a few years back was Lisel in Rotterdam. It's a very small project that was initiated by a group of neighbors after the local council decided to close down a public library. Mm -hmm. And instead of protesting, which they tried initially, Mm -hmm. they decided to take matters into their own hands and they transformed the space into a very lively reading room, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a fascinating space that really brought a a lot of life back into the neighborhood and where there is now over 100 volunteers ranging from the aid of Uh, age of 8 to the age of 93. Um, that are collaboratively running the space and creating really a space of encounter.
0: We love Berlin too, for all the reasons Leona described, but know all too well it is beginning to suffer from being a victim of its own success. We asked Leona what she thinks needs to happen in order to counter the seemingly inevitable impact of gentrification.
1: Well, I mean, there are a lot of challenges that Berlin has. I mean, as we speak, there is a, a massive climate strike going on in Berlin, and I'm really bummed to miss it. Um, and of course, there's lots of environmental challenges that the city, but also we as a, as a society as such mm-hmm. have. And at the same time, like there is still on a daily basis, like lots of small creative spaces that are being kicked out of the city um, that are basically their g- contracts are being canceled. Mm-hmm. So what is really missing is um, a even greater awareness of uh, from all parties involved, like uh, poli- uh, politicians, local administration, to really... Allow for these users and users to stay within the city because otherwise, Berlin is becoming much more ben- like it's becoming
0: more banal by the day. This is exactly what we do at ReCite bring all parties involved in city making to have conversations that address a city's problems. One of those impending issues is a topic that has just about everyone talking climate change. So, we are curious what actions she thinks Berlin should take to combat the crisis. Well, I mean,
1: basically, they can. Um, alleviated for people to use uh, bicycles they can cut down uh, their funding on on uh, car based infrastructure Mm -hmm. and Berlin has seen it, like the, the transformation now is slowly, slowly starting. But I think it's also important not only to allow for young people like me who, I mean, I'm completely fine to use my bike, but also for older people to make it more safe to move around in the city, so to have more funding and public infrastructure and to make commuting like on, uh, on public transportation free, for example.
0: Inhabitants of interested parties of a city tend to be inherently diverse in one way or another but all sharing a common thread of calling a singular place home. At Resight, we believe that in order to create real change in our cities, we have to work across industry as well as that diversity, sometimes with views that vastly differ from one another. But it is the kind of conversations that need to happen in order to seek effective and lasting solutions.
1: I was really interested to share our story with a different audience, different, not in the sense that we're not in Berlin. Where we present the project a lot, but also different in terms of it's not a leftist urbanist conference that we're here at. Um, and so I'm I'm always really uh, interested to to engage with people that f- for whom this project might be a bit uncomfortable or n- not heard of. So I'm very interested to engage in a conversation about regeneration with planners, but also developers and investors.
0: Leona and the cooperative have made the case for creating and fostering spaces with intention. We will wrap up with some thoughts from Leona during her talk at the Reside conference about the qualities needed to preserve the mecca of creativity and experimentation that Berlin is known for, and how other cities can facilitate the creation of that community through their own application, whether it be preserving an existing culture or stimulating it. That was Leona Linen, member of Zusamenkunft Berlin, a cooperative for urban development and one of the many driving forces behind Alexander Platz's Haus der Statistik. Join us as we dissect these issues with guests like Ravi Naidu, founder of Design & Daba, Thomas Heatherwick, founder of Heatherwick Studios, architecture critic and founder of McMansion Hell, Kate Wagner, Wallpaper China's Yoko Choi, and many more. This podcast is brought to you by ReCite, the global nonprofit acting to improve the urban environment and organized as part of the project Shared Cities Creative Momentum. You can find more talks, stories, and information about upcoming events at Resite.org. Become involved with the ReCite community through our various social channels or by joining our newsletter. All links can be found in the show notes. This podcast is produced by Radka Andrachkova, Matye Kosto, Adriana Bilakova, Gil Cienfuegos, and Paulina Rio Buca. It is directed and hosted by myself, Alexandra Siebenthal, and recorded and edited by Little Big Studio.